Welcome to the Wolf of Queen Street podcast with Lawrence Lotz. Join Lawrence as he gets together with his friends from all over the world to discuss the latest trends, give some business insights, and add a little South African chaos into your lives. Don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at the Wolf of Queen Street and find us on all of your listening platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and much more. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Wolf of Queen Street um, to another podcast episode today. And as well as on the YouTube, this will be our second YouTube video. Um, please let me know if you like the first one. Make sure you give us comments, subscribes, and everything else. I'm today joined by Gareth Edwards from the Dark Hard Grooming Company. This is the second time Greg Gareth's been on the show. He joined me just over about three months ago. Yeah. And at that stage, you were planning um, for the 24-hour tie flip challenge or fundraiser for charity for the john Cohen foundation yeah. obviously that has come and gone um it has yeah it's, it's, it's a, a quite, month now a month it's since been, it's yeah. gone um and i just wanted to firstly before we get into anything else congr- congratulate you on what you achieved um with that event on flipping the tie for 24 hours yourself and tom mm-hmm. um I, I last checked i think it was over twelve thousand dollars that you guys raised for the charity yeah and and I know that there was moments of what we've spoken about before that you felt a week before you weren't necessarily going to achieve the target or get there. But I can tell you from someone watching it and just as a New Zealander, you were on the news, you were on mm. all the uh, mm. production companies the week before, the week after. It's the amount of buzz that you got for what you guys did, but fundamentally for the charity. I congratulate you on that. Thank you. Um, it, was a, it was a massive undertaking. Yeah. Um, I don't think... When we spoke, as you say, I was here three months ago. When we first spoke about it, it was kind of, you know, we're going to do this thing yeah. and it's going to be 24 hours and we're doing it for charity and it's going to be this great, great thing. <laughs> and then, as you alluded to, it got to a week out and we only got to about $4,000 of our $10,000 yeah. target, which, as the organizer of the event, I was quite anxious yeah. about. You know, there's a lot of anxiety there was a lot of pressure i put mm-hmm. on myself i just spoke to um david neath yesterday our mental performance coach yep. we had a bit of a debrief mm-hmm. a month later went over the kind of feelings and the learnings yep. and all kind of stuff and what i realized was the pressure that i put on myself was immense now you came down at the event mm-hmm. spent a bit of time with yep. me and we talked and, and all that kind of thing and it was there was a lot of emotion and a lot of uh, passion yep there you know we wanted to achieve this thing and even up until the morning of we were still sitting at about seven thousand dollars yep so through that week we spent as you said we spent about eight minutes on the am show <laughs> in on the tuesday morning i, t- I let i let gareth know uh, he, i think you put it on your social media that yeah. hey he's gonna be on the am show i was fundamental i was still funny i was still at home getting ready and so i was like i was Started a coffee in my hand, saw your Instagram, coincidentally, yep. perfect timing. Yep. I said, crap, I'll p- put the TV on. Recorded the whole session, actually, right? Yeah, I recorded it live. Um, because you're on the show, obviously, you couldn't do any of the content yourself. Nope. So I contacted Gareth and I said, hey, dude, I recorded the whole show. Yeah. I've uploaded it on Google Drive. Here it is, yep. you know, and knock yourself. And it was, it, it was a great segment you guys did as well. It was. Look, we got, like I said, we got eight minutes, which was, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, they really went into depth into why we were doing it, yep. what it meant to us, what the foundation was about. And then in that eight minutes, we managed to pump up the fundraising by about $1,200. Yep. So the power of TV, man, it's just 
you know. And then Saturday morning comes around, we're sitting at about seven grand. Again, there's anxiety there. There's all the pressure and all the emotion, mm-hmm. all the adrenaline yep. for being at the actual event and we're going to be doing this now and everyone's turning up and we're sitting together yep. doing the, the live stream mm-hmm. and everything going on. And then it was 40, you'd, you'd gone home at this point. Yep. It was about 45 minutes from the finish and my good friend Ed, uh, our chiropractor, came up to me and told me that we'd cracked the 10 grand barrier. Yep. Now, like for the, I broke down yeah. right from the get-go. So, right so just let everyone know that so you're talking about 45 minutes before the end of the yeah. 24 hours, yeah. right? So this is you 24 hours awake. So take a, a step back as well to tell everyone that's listening or anyone that's watching. 95 kg tire was that 93 93 kg tire so you're looking at about 190 pounds um tire this thing is would be five foot easy Uh, yeah i'm i'm six one and it came up to just under my chin it's turned so you're not talking about a small tire (laughs) and um when i went down i went down for i think it was two two three hours to have a watch Every time this tire was up and it was flipped, the floor would shake. Yep. And it was a noticeable <laughs> thump and movement and energy. So just to picture, to put yourself in that picture, um, and you can see it. I don't know if your live stream video is still not, it's obviously not live. No, it's But can you, can no, you still watch uh, it? So basically what happens with that, if it's over 12 hours yep. of live stream, YouTube, it's at YouTube's discretion of, of whether they store it or not. Ah, okay. And they, they dropped did. it. Yeah. I'm guessing a lack well, like, of engagement. So yeah, well, yeah. like we had a good um, hundred plus people View. tune in, and, yeah, and like, we had tons of views, which is great. But 24 hours—that's a lot of content. video yeah. and content Streaming. to store yeah. and then playback, which is which is oh, look, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, so going back to what you're saying, you're 45 minutes out from the end of your 24 hours. Yeah. You would you would have just been mentally, physically, everything fatigue in that point. And, we had we had a bit physical. of a tough a tough road through that kind of 16 hours onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've done the 12 before yeah. and we kind of went, we know what this is. Mm-hmm. Our bodies know what it is. Mentally, we know where we're going. From the 12 hours onwards, yep. that's, it's new uncharted territory for us. Uh, Tom ended up uh, injuring his back. His mm-hmm. back just sort of didn't want to do it anymore at about the 16th hour. And then we sort of, we were managing that, managing his health, managing the, the mental mm-hmm. health side of things for him and sort of giving him care where we could, yep. which meant, you know, taking up the slack and doing a couple of extra 20 minute yep. sets so, so uh, he uh, could. Yeah, and, that, and that's massages. a challenge, right? So every minute or anything you try to help Tom with, mm-hmm. Even if it's two minutes, or two minutes extra on yep. what you're doing. So yep. that's a, yep. that's a challenge in itself as you went yeah. through. And we went there going into this. You know, at the 12 hour, I pulled up pretty pretty bad at about 10 hours in. Mm-hmm. Um, hit the wall really good. About eight hours in, actually, to be fair, and hit the wall really hard. And you know, that was a learning for me. So I was mm-hmm. making sure that didn't happen again. And then Tom, unfortunately, you know, his back just couldn't yep. couldn't sustain the movement, couldn't sustain that that beating we were taking mm-hmm. so you know stepping up and doing a good 40 nearly 50 minutes extra work mm-hmm. was was tough yep. so and then all the pressure like i said earlier on all the pressure i put on myself to organize this event find the sponsors find the venue itself yep. find the tire do the fundraising mm-hmm. all that kind of thing and then to be told that we'd crack the 10 grand it was just this Pure emotion. Yeah, literally just pure emotion. I couldn't, you know, even now I get goosebumps thinking about it in terms of what that meant. What that meant to me, clearly, uh, making that 10 grand. Mm -hmm. And then what it meant to everybody else. Um, I just, I burst into tears. Um, And it was only 
um, Harry, my good friend Harry, yep. uh, boxing coach, that could calm me down mm-hmm. enough to continue um, in my next ten minute yep. stint. So that was really that was really um, a pretty special moment mm-hmm. uh, to share it with people, to share it with um, with everybody, and and then from that point on, Harry kind of guided me for the last the last forty five minutes, yep. forty minutes until the end. That's amazing. I, I saw some clips. I think because it was midday. Yes, it was yeah, midday, midday to midday. Yep. Uh, I saw some clips. I was obviously at home still at the, on that uh, scene or the completion. And you guys had a final tally at the end, the distance that you guys covered, just to let people know as well. Yeah, so we we travelled twenty four point seven k's yep. in the twenty four hours, so a k an hour, which pretty considering easy. where we were at sixteen hours in, yep. was you know uh, immense. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd done 15 Ks in the 12 hours. Yeah. And, you know, that last hour we kind of, you know, the emotion kind of kicked mm-hmm. in and we yeah. just went faster and faster and faster knowing that 12 hours it was done, it was yep. finite. The 24 hour thing, it was literally just holding on for grim death yep. just to get to the end. And I can imagine, you know, the fatigue, tired, you know, everything else. Yeah. Um, the, the interesting thing was for me, after the learnings of the 12 hour, you know, the food... You came down and I was yeah. smashing back pizza. <laughs> that was my go-to. Yeah, you know, we, yeah cob, not, high cob. Yeah, I, I'm not a big eater when I'm training, especially, yeah. especially when we've been doing this training. And Tom could just yeah. devour like anything, donuts, just sandwiches, doesn't matter. I would struggle to get down a banana on a one square meal. <laughs> so I hit the wall really hard, like I said, in the eight hour, uh, the, the, the 12 hour that we did. So I was making sure that that wasn't going to happen again. Yeah. And my go-to, generally, for if I'm craving anything, it'll be pizza. Yep. So, you know, with with coaching specificity, you know, around my powerlifters and things, don't stray away from the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, do what your body's yep. used to and stick to that and don't throw it. It's not like I was having a curry the night before or anything like <laughs> I, that. I wouldn't you know, recommend it. <laughs> carb loading with curry and a beer. So the beer's all right. I wouldn't yeah. recommend a curry if you get a beer. I, I mean... It's, if you think about it, you're talking about, you know, 24 point change kilometers, how many squats that was, you know, that, oh. that, that, you know, that just in itself is mind boggling. How yep. many times did you bend down, lift up and flip the tire? In total, I think it was over or just under 7,000 flips. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, I traveled, I think 12 over 12 and a half Ks mm-hmm. and Tom did just over 11 yep. Ks in, in that time. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing achievement, um, Gareth, I must say that. And, you know, um, hitting the target, I was ecstatic for you, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, um, and then getting a, a small boost. You guys hit the target almost as it completed, but yeah. you still got a 20, like I said, you've gone to about 12, over 12, Grand was the total amount. Yeah, so we, on the day we actually over the twenty four hour period we, we had a little bit of a donation bucket yep. there as well. So people would donate cash, mm-hmm. you know, um, purchase a little um, yep. dog from, Dogs, yep. from the foundation, and you know, gold gold coin bucket type scenario. And we it was seven hundred and twenty dollars yep. worth of cash. So that's ticked us over. And then we had a couple dribble through yep. over the last couple of weeks. So we're at about. 13, 13, 7, all that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's, yeah. it's congratulations on what you're doing in there. And we spoke, I met up with Gareth a few weeks ago as well. And we spoke, mm. you know, similar to what you're saying now. How, 
all that all those points to that stage. But one thing, you know, I contacted you. I think it was a week later, and I said, "Hey, how you doing? How's the body?" Mm-hmm. And then the first question, or the second question, I asked was thinking about it is, "How's the mind? Yeah. How did the mind go from?" I think it was six, four, four to six months of focus, dedication, the last week to three weeks of mm. pure intensity of getting up to there and going high and now coming down and to then, a low. Yeah. Did, was there those moments of low that you would have found from getting to a peak? Yeah, look, now there was, like you said, there was ecstatic highs. We finished, there was this pure elation, Mm -hmm. enjoyment to have all our loved ones and friends and family around us to celebrate this massive achievement. And then once the dust settles, then you're back to normal life. Normal life. And well, as normal as you can be with your hands in ice buckets, (laughs) uh, I literally spent three days on the couch, not really moving too far, couldn't really make a fist, couldn't undo a cap or yeah. a bottle so I couldn't turn a hand like it's amazing how much you take for granted what you do with your hands, your hands yeah uh, brushing your teeth I couldn't hold my toothbrush <laughs> I literally couldn't make a fist and hold my toothbrush I got into the shower when we got home so by the time we cleaned up got home it was about two in the afternoon mm-hmm. lay down I'm still in my skin still had tape on my hands tape around my knees just lay on my bed and napped till about six yeah Got up and thought, I need to have a shower. I feel gross. Yeah. I feel dirty. You feel a little bit normal. Just so you realize. It kicked in. So it kicked adrenaline in. Adrenaline dropped off. And <laughs> just, yeah. And then stood in the shower and realized that I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I couldn't move. I literally just stood in the shower with the water just beaming down on me. And I, I couldn't move my hands. I couldn't move my arms. I called out to Stace to help me. <laughs> she was passed out asleep. So, <laughs> so I can imagine you're going to call to something to a mate going, um, are you close to my yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I can't get out of the shower. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a really humbling experience. And, and then the Monday, luckily, I had lots of helpers around me to, to kind of yeah. look after me and, and, and move me around. And um, good friend Josh came around and we watched uh, the Seven Sharp article, yeah. which, was, which was great. To have the seven sharp guys there throughout the whole 24 hours yeah. josh is coming on great okay yeah yeah, yeah. josh is coming on in a couple of weeks yeah we spend a bit of time together yeah, and yeah it's um I'm, good to when we get to it, i'm not watching by those x's hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> that was my idea <laughs> i seem to have crazy ideas that's, that's, that's great we'll yeah. get to that segment <laughs> I, I throw out crazy ideas to people and it, going back to the mental state it was really interesting the Monday, the Tuesday, into the Wednesday, the highs and the lows that I went through. Yep. Obviously, seeing us on Seven Sharp, there was another big high on, on, on yep. the Monday night. And then what really dawned on me was, and I posted about this on social that week, mm-hmm. of who who is important to me yep. and who I'm important to. Mm-hmm. That was probably the one of the biggest learnings from this whole experience. Yep. I get that you know people can't donate time, yep. uh, donate money, money, sorry, but they can still give time. And yep. the people that were, are closer, were closest to me mm-hmm. over the years that didn't show up, didn't even send well wishes. Yes. I can imagine people, that was hard. Yeah, look, it, it was a really hard pill to swallow. Still is. Yep. It's still it's still there. It's still a bitter taste in my mouth in terms of who I would deem friends who didn't even go, hey, bro, that was awesome. 
You think it was resembling to the goal that you're achieving? There was something big, or hey, look, you know, yeah, you know, there is that tall poppy syndrome in New Zealand. You totally. know, hey, look, oh, he's doing that. Oh, oh. So mm-hmm. there is that kind of, but you know, I don't know. It's it, it's a funny one, and mm-hmm. even you know, you message me. Josh made sure he was there. Yeah, looking after you know, coming around, see how I was doing. You know, the, the people that reached out to me mm-hmm. after the event probably meant more going hey bro how are you feeling yeah that probably meant more than the people going prior to yep. kill it you know you're going to do awesome you're going to raise the money which is great you know, the, the rah rah which is cool but it's the guys going hey how are you feeling yeah how are you mm-hmm. that's what kind of you know that was that was nice that was that was probably more humbling mm-hmm. um, even complete strangers yeah you know that that was pretty cool. I'll see that my my circle of friends, my close friends, has now got closer. Yep. So the likes of you, Josh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's brought Tom and I closer together. Big Dave, shout out to Big Dave. <laughs> He's the man. Um, have all been there for us. Yep. To go, hey, do you need anything? Mm-hmm. Can I do anything? Can I help? You know that that's awesome. That's kind of it's brought it's brought sort of everyone closer together. Yeah, sometimes it's such a, it's such pain and it's such a shit thing to do that there's a lot of times in people's lives and you, you've, we've got these big circles and, and these big friends and we think everyone cares for us and everyone yeah. wants for us. And then you, you come to a moment of either top or bottom, either success or failure, yep. high or lows, and then you really see the what the don't. character characteristics <laughs> yeah. is of people, right? And yep. you see that real judgment that they have on them. It's a sort of challenges of i had a, a very good a close friend of mine and a good few years ago i won't mention his name on the show anyway but and he had in the sense of he helped everyone else out mm. and everyone loved to be around him because mm. he could he, he he would help and shout out and be that friendly guy mm. and i said to him hey you, you know it looks like from the outside that people are taking it taking the mickey taking the piss yeah. out of you and i said to him how about this as a little tester, you on the weekend say, hey, I've got something on this weekend, or I've got something on next week, and I need people to come help me out. Mm. And fucking no one. No. You know, no one did a no one did a show on that, um, on, on that at the moment. And I said, that's exactly it. You've got to realize that everyone's gonna take from you. Mm. But it's mm. when sometimes when you need someone to stand up it's and a, that it counts. It's amazing. There was a it keeps kind of popping up, um, this post on on um, social media about friends in business yep. and supporting your friends in business. Mm-hmm. Now, the amount of people that kind of looked at my business and either expected stuff for free yep. or just didn't support at all. Oh, it's flashing pan. Oh, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And what's he doing? He's starting his own business, blah, blah, blah. And yet they are very quick to go and support any other company. Kanye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, <laughs> dropping some Yeezys or whatever it is, <laughs> and yet they won't support a close friend yep. doing I, whatever they're doing. I have mentioned this multiple times over the last few episodes, and to a lot of people about that is, it's the people won't care for people closely in the sense of from a brand, right? Yeah. You know, I get Denise says to me all the time, and she goes, oh, I, a new idea. I'm always launching. Don't go. Don't go to our friends. Don't ask them. You know, because no. it's um. Uh, th- th- that is understandable, but in the sense of 
you know, when you reach out and go, hey, I've got a new brand, or I've got a new product, or a new idea, you know, at least acknowledge or look at it and do a support yeah. if it's something yeah. you would take. Yeah. Because, share a post. Uh, or share a post or help out like that. And, and it's, it's, it's this underlying thing of sort of resentment or you're doing something that looks better than me or this mm-hmm. talk of, but it's a global thing as well because yeah. people, like you said, Jay-Z or whoever else, they'll go and buy some shitty ass t-shirt from some knockoff celebrity that ships in from China for $50. Yeah. Um, was it Kanye did that right? They busted him when he did the pop up mm-hmm. store. He was selling what sixty or seventy dollars t shirts. Yep. It was a ten dollar shirt from China. Yep, just put his name on it. But yet they won't do a twenty dollar purchase from from your shop or from any other e commerce or other yep. pl- uh, business like that and give you support, yep. even if it's a support once and saying, "Hey, look yeah. here, I'll buy your I've product. I'll support yeah. you." Yeah. Um, not necessarily something I continuously use, but at least I gave you support and I give you feedback on it. It's it's such a and it, again, you can't, you can't be bitter or resentful. That's just, you know, you learn, you do, you do learn in business who your friends are. Yeah. I've lost friends and I've made friends, yeah. lifelong friends now in business mm-hmm. that we share ideas, we share contacts, we share time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's all through the the want and then and the desire to help mm-hmm. each other out mm-hmm. whether you know i've got friends who do fashion of their own fashion label yep. women's fashion that i can't do it i i can't model that i can't yep. i can't sell it so, but i'll still help yep. where i can it's it's just what you do right yep. you know you, you help your friends in business and i, I totally agree and, and you know i always thought i was unfortunately i was at some stage I was that person that necessarily wouldn't help and it's changed and I'm, I'm doing it more now. Yeah. Not doing it more now, I'm totally doing it now and helping out what brands. Changed and it for you? I think it was a realization of a lot of my learnings in the sense of one of the things I say at the moment a lot is there's more success in the world than anyone needs. Not in the sense that we don't need all the success. If everyone gets to where they want to be, there will still be leftover. Yeah. There is enough money in the world. Yeah. that everyone to get to the level they want and more to be left over. Mm. So why do I have to be resentful if you've got a successful brand and I don't? Yeah. If I support you, I'm supporting your brand, I'm supporting your initiative. Mm. And also fundamentally is, as I've spoken before, is success is contagious, so is failure or bad stuff, right? Totally. So if I'm putting myself around yeah. success or around good ideas and initiatives, I will feed that off energy. that with an, if I'm mm. if I'm open minded yes. and yeah. I'm an open and honest soul about it, yeah. I'll be able to take off you and you'll be able to take off me. Yep, totally. But if I'm coming in at a negative and a shitty opinion about yep. it. Oh look what you've got. Yeah, no, look what you have. It doesn't build it. And that's mm. where you see a lot of things. I mean, last week I just at in Auckland, New Zealand, they had Gary V gone condone, yeah. uh, Elena Condone and um, the Success Resources mm-hmm. um, show last. Monday and Tuesday, I was part of the crew, um, and a big shout out to Michael Lane from Success Resources, <laughs> yeah. um, putting that show on. It was pretty epic. Um, a big thing they were talk, you know, showing show there was allow everyone to be successful. Yeah. If you can't, one of Grant's best comments I've actually got on my cell phone somewhere was, if you can't celebrate someone else's success, you can't achieve success. And I thought that was That's such. A really good point. I thought it was a great point, mm-hmm. um, a great insight into it, in the sense of acknowledging, celebrating. Because yes. it allows yourself yeah. Yeah. to acknowledge and celebrate. I think, and I was, I was, I've just posted it on social today after after speaking to, to Big Dave and sort mm-hmm. of what our learnings were around the last 20, 24 weeks. Um, 
the going forward and and helping people fundamentally is what what is important to me you know whether it's and and we spoke at lunch whether it's painting someone's fence or or, you know doing doing some odd jobs around the house for somebody who isn't able to do that for whatever reason that's fundamentally what i keep coming back to Mm -hmm. over the last what two and a half years that i've had dark heart i've fundraised through the business for prostate cancer for Mm -hmm. uh i've shaved my head um, as we mentioned um back in the original podcast you know i've I've done all these things for these foundations that bowel cancer raise money for bowel cancer Mm -hmm. and then now this for the jk foundation you know it's clearly something that means a great deal to me Totally. It's, it's fundamentally kind of, yeah. fundamentally who you are. I did a post after. So as Gareth mentioned, we met up a couple of weeks, must be two or three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You'll notice both on our, our socials, a post from that. And we sat down and, you know, and we spoke about a lot, as we said, we spoke about now and fundamentally said, you know, what's next? Um, obviously, Dark Art Grooming Company, your product, your brand, you know, your branding behind that, your men's product range. But fundamentally, what is next for you as a person, a soul, an individual? And a realization, you know, and we discussed quite a bit about it. We went to realization that fundamentally what makes you tick is that you're willing and the one to help others that are in less need, less yeah. uh, that need the help or can't help themselves because of some issues. And, and we were discussing of where can we look at opportunities and how, you know, what's next steps in those opportunities. So just on the law side note, anyone that's watching or listening, anyone that's in New Zealand or over the world, you've got an initiative you've got an idea about raising money please put a comment below please let me know or anything or contact gareth and we'll see what we can do through our networks um i'm it's a big thing that i'm looking at as well myself in the sense of uh, not necessarily raising money as much but giving my time as much that's a big push over the next one it doesn't it doesn't have to be a monetary value that's the kind of thing it doesn't and we spoke about it at lunch it doesn't have to be a monetary value Mm -hmm. Giving someone time, yep. whether it's a, a big brother program, yep. you know, spending time with with youth that don't have that sort of you know big brother mm-hmm. figure or father figure or that kind of thing, it it doesn't have to be money. Always, you know, and yep. there's there's foundations out there and there's give little pages and there's GoFundMe pages and people fundraising to, mm-hmm. to do stupid shit, and then there's the really important stuff. But you know, I want to look at taking the the giving a flip mentality you know giving a flip about you know whether it's mental health or you know i'm passionate about rescue animals Mm -hmm. and you know we've rescued a couple of dogs ourselves so you know it could be giving a flip about that it could be giving a flip about whatever it is violence domestic violence big as well big Big in new zealand Zealand, you know um male and female domestic violence it doesn't matter as long as that that vehicle and that voice is there Mm -hmm. now like we've got this we've got this vehicle of what what Tom and I went through together and a, a, and as a collective for our friends and, and and family group to really take this and and run with it and and Dave kind of challenged me last night and challenged both of us challenged mm-hmm. Tom and I to you know to to take the our learnings from the last twenty four weeks and really apply it to our, our wider lives. Yeah. And sitting down today, and all my all my good ideas tend to come when I'm training. 
I don't know why. Um, I, I think it's something about I'm doing something that's about me and I'm free yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So something that, it's it's your in, it's your space and your yeah. you know yeah it always has been it's always it's always been my go to yeah. So you know I and I I put the call out there on 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 social today about you know if I started a foundation which I think I really want to do now mm-hmm. after talking to Dave and and mulling it over the last past twenty four hours. You know what what people what what matters to people yeah you know actually putting it out to to those out there out in mm-hmm. the public what actually matters to you what yep. what do you give a flip about mm-hmm. what do you want people to give a flip about you know i give a yeah. flip about people yeah clearly i'm in i'm in an industry you know grooming and, and retail and you know uh being a strength coach yep. i've always been around people, people. i'm always coaching Team. And my job as a coach is to give you the skills yep. to go on and train yourself. Mm-hmm. You as a client, you're not there to be a cash cow to fund my lifestyle. Yep. That's not what I got into being a strength coach and a PT. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I did, it's not about, you're not going to be a millionaire being a PT. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just not, there's no money in it. But if you're in it for genuine reasons, which I, I feel I am, it's about helping people. I go to bed every night and I can go, I made an impact in someone's life. Yeah. And that's what's important, right? That's pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's, it's making pretty cool it's feeling. making the change in someone's life and you know, whether it's helping them through the day, the moment, yeah. that second, just yeah. giving them some insight and something. Totally. Totally. Am I gonna be the next Gary V? Probably not. Do I <laughs> wanna be the next Gary V? Probably not. Okay. Good statement. Because again, taking a bit of a step back, or not step back, but talking about it, a big thing that I totally dislike at the moment, and I'll challenge anyone out there, and everyone can tell me that they're pissy and shitty at <laughs> me about it, but it's pretty much, there's one Gary Vee, there's one LeBron James, there's one Michael Jordan, I know where this is going. you know, there's one of everything, mm. stop fucking trying to be them, because yep. it ain't going to happen, it ain't going to work. Be where you are yeah. and be the best version of yourself. Because fundamentally, Gareth is Gareth, I am Lawrence, and we are only ever going to be the best version of ourselves. Yeah. If I try to be Gareth, firstly, I'm too short to be Gareth. Okay? <laughs> it ain't going to happen. We're not made that way, and people keep on today wanting to say, I want to, I'm want i going to train like this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow exactly what this person says and expect myself to be a replication of yep. that person to yep. their success, whether financial, career, social platform. And, and doesn't work. it just doesn't work. So stop being, stop trying to mimic that person. Take the insights and be the best version you can yeah. of yourself. Look, it's taken me 40 years to work out who I am. Yep. It takes a lot of us. I had to go through, uh, unfortunately, I had to go through a bit of a moment a few months ago to have a better understanding as well where, mm-hmm. where I am as well, uh, personally. And we learn and we evolve, but it's mm-hmm. we've got to realize that it's about ourselves yeah. and understanding ourselves what we're challenging, you know? Totally. And, you know, like I said, it's great call saying, I'm not going to be the next Gary because <laughs> you can't be the next person. <laughs> no, no that's not saying that you couldn't have that skills to stand up there and talk and do the rest. You've got those skills, but you're Gareth Edwards. Yeah, you're not Gareth yeah it's, uh, my offering is different. Yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 that, and that's great. So, Dark Heart Grooming Company, yeah, your, your brand at the moment, mm-hmm. obviously you didn't spend much time in it. Uh, coming up to the events, we spoke about this. Had a left, it got literally left behind, behind a bit behind yeah. because you had the left arm, right arm, right. You had your e-commerce business side, yes. and then you had 
what makes you happy and what yeah. drives you as yeah. a passion. You're talking about standing up a charity. You're still talking about the, the future of your heart and your mm -hmm. soul, of what mm -hmm. you need to give. And you've still got that business. Are you still going to... Is there any way there's, there could be a transition between the two that they become one as an entity that I know... As a simple idea, I know there's some brands out there at the moment. I can't tell you the top of me, but... Like, I think like soap brands, I think it's called help or soap and yeah, yeah, yeah. where everything's tracked back. Yes, and yeah. is there ever a consideration that your grooming brand will evolve into the charity and giving back? And I think so. I think that's again, like I said, with, with starting the business, I have this, I have this voice and I have this platform mm -hmm. to give back. I yep. have this moral obligation mm -hmm. as a businessman and as a, uh, as a human being mm. to help the less fortunate yep. you know am i living in this palatial manner in my no i, I don't have an ivory tower i'm not <laughs> you know I'm, i don't live out in coatesville on a you know i i have very humble it's a very rich suburb yeah those that aren't kiwis coatesville is, is is a lovely place but you know i come from a, a humble, humble life mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's it, but Again, it's what I give back, you know. Mm -hmm. Money is money. Look, it, yep. it, it'll come, it'll go. It's there to pay the bills. It's there to save and do good things with. And I would rather do the good things with it. Mm -hmm. So, and, and we talked about, you know, what we could do at lunch in, in terms of giving back. And I think, you know, after after I went away from that, I it, it was something that I saw, uh, it was a, it was a, a post in America. It was a guy who builds cars in America mm -hmm. and they went and did like a, a, a grooming day for, for the homeless yep. and stuff and people less fortunate. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, shit, that's pretty cool. Yep. That that's, that's really, I actually saved the post. And I think there's definitely space there to, to explore. Yep. You know, again, it, it's about, and I, I spoke to, um, I spoke to Jimmy Hunt, the mental health advocate and live your best life guy, uh, live more awesome, sorry, uh, live your best life is something completely different and live more awesome. And grooming as a, as a guy is, you know, if we, and, and girls, don't get me wrong, um, you know, those that look good feel good correct most of the time it's, yep. it's generally the, the, you know if we put on a nice crisp shirt and you know put on a suit <laughs> and all this kind of stuff we feel good if we groom and yep. you know go to the barber and have a good um good haircut and or a beard trim yep. we we feel good there's yep. endorphins totally. there there's, there's dopamine there's, there's yep. all these feel good emotions so why can't we take that and give the people that don't yep. have that it doesn't have to be homeless. It can the, be yeah. people that just. I've I've seen can't a, quite a, it. I've seen quite a few initiatives like in America. Obviously, the larger scale, so yeah. they've got more people. But great initiatives in the sense of um, there there was a business I saw that was giving away free suits for people going to interviews. It was a yeah, sort of a, uh, it was a sort of a low a low cost suit company anyway. Mm. Um, but they gave to people that did the interviews. Um, there's obviously I've seen the guys doing the the shaving and that for the homeless, yeah. but also um, getting guys groomed and stuff going into interviews and the opportunities because yeah. the biggest the challenges sometimes in society be male or female anything is once they're down is when they give given a door that is partially open to get through mm. is they don't have 
the support or the guidance, whether it's you know yeah. a suit on the back to go to an interview or um, tailored correctly or have a haircut mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. someone just supporting them or someone actually just dropping them at the venue or the location because they don't have the money to do an Uber or something. Teaching them how to interview. Yep. Some of them you know, haven't Cor- even interviewed. Yeah, correct. Uh, you know, the interview skills you know these days, especially if someone hasn't had the best education and understand yeah. how to talk and yeah. um, and so forth. You know, if us just being on a podcast, I still talk horribly myself and and it's learning so you can imagine you know someone else that's not thinking about it and you put them in front of an interview highly stressed highly strung or a situation in life and they don't have those tools and it's it's a great way to look at where in that path of mental stress of someone trying to better or an opportunity to open door where we could feed in i i think you know big business big big companies out there that you know uh, that may be watching this that, that can a lot of it is about, you know, these big companies are about take, take, take. It's about retail, it's about dollars, it's about KPIs. Correct. Yes, they've got overheads, and yes, they've got to pay staff, and yes, they've got to have rental on properties and all, all that stuff. I understand that. But there's still a lot of money at the end. Um, totally. Um, why, can't we, why can't we challenge these bigger businesses mm-hmm. to go, hey, look, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. And I'm going to dedicate, uh, we had a meeting today with um, a company called Feed My Fur Baby and they do uh, subscription boxes for, for dogs. Mm-hmm. And they actually support Auckland Puppy Rescue yep. and they gave thousands of dollars worth of food mm-hmm. to rescue centers yep. and you know uh, fosters and things like that just so these dogs have food. Mm-hmm. And it's consistent, and it's the same food, and all the kind of, and it's it's money off their bottom line. Like it, yep. it's it's stock they're giving away for no little no return on investment, <laughs> if any return on investment. But good karma points. Yep. Yep. You know, it, good for the soul. It, it it meant something. It means something yep. to um, to Ben and Amy, and you know that there should be more businesses like that. Because yeah, what what does a suit cost you? You know, as a, as a tailor or, or at a wholesale value, at a cost, you know, you may be Next selling nothing. it for three grand. That co- that's <laughs> that's nowhere near that. You know, yeah. Or, or, or look at you know. I mean, to put it simply, you know, talking about a soup as an uh, soup, it's talking about a suit as an analogy. We've got a brand here called Helen Steins. Ninety nine percent of most guys in New Zealand will have some clothing range from them. They have a great deal at the moment. I think it's like a hundred ninety nine dollars for a full suit, shirt and tie, and everything yep. included. That's retail, and it's been like that for years. You can imagine that that's one ninety nine retail. The cost in that would be a yeah. lot, far, you know, yeah. far less. And the initiatives of going, okay, people that are in need or helping or or struggling, they can help it out in that yeah. sense as well. Because yeah. one thing I struggled with myself, and I, I looked into a little bit. I spoke to a few people, and hopefully, maybe this is the this is the bouncing ball for me to get it going again. But it was. When I came back from the Tony Robbins event, they had a big um, feeding um, feed the hungry program. Yes, it's, yeah. it's one of his major things to feed mm-hmm. a billion people. So I came home, guns blazing, said, "Hey, I want to help out people in need um, that are needing food and set up food bags and stuff like that." We do something from the family's point of view every Christmas. We we yep. find through uh, anonymous donation. We will normally do a full Christmas bundle and mm-hmm. we send it off. What I was trying to find out was. 
some way a company a business if anyone's listening and you have this list of stuff please let me know people's names that i need around yeah. food parcels or yeah. those requirements because i had a group of people already set up that would help me bundle it collect yeah. food donate what is required and we then could send it off but being in new zealand where we are everything's a little bit pc everyone's priority information and as the world is going in and so to go up to a business and go hey can you give me 20 people's names just give it yeah. to me yeah. without me coming and go hey i'm you know i'm mm. big wig i'm yeah, a yeah. big corporation they're not just going to throw it at me, but I'm coming at all, you know, all willingness going, I want to help someone. Or I want to help a family and I want to help people out there. Yeah. And it, and I found that I went even spoke to a lo- couple of local um, churches and found out and they said, Hey, there's one or two, but that even they had the struggle to get more that's behind it. And it's like the, the red tape around helping people is ridiculous. <laughs> I know for the people that want to do it. Yeah. You know, the, the genuine people that want to help and want to give, yeah. The amount of hoops you have to jump through, you look at, you know, um, even look, might give a little page. As as an individual that wanted to do this event and raise funds, mm-hmm. the the hoops, the practically almost took a DNA sample to prove that I was genuine enough that I yeah. wanted to do this for genuine reasons. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the Israel Falau situation in in Australia with the GoFundMe page, yeah. and that goes up and million dollars in twenty four yeah, hours or something. like that. And then they go, oh, okay, well, we should probably take it down. Yeah. Really? You, you didn't moderate that prior yeah. to? God, nobody read it, but and yet I get moderated and I just want to give money to the foundation. I don't want to touch the money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm raising it and I want to just give the money away. I don't want the money. Yeah. He's taking it. He said, and he said he won't pay it back. I'm not really going to dwell into that yeah. space. Yeah. because um, I'm, <laughs> That's a different might, conversation. Yeah, it's a, a real podcast. It's a totally different podcast with a massive warning on that. But yeah, I totally don't agree with yeah. what he stands for, what he represents, and I'm happy to say that I publicly... But just, the, just the, the, the around, you know, how this structure of, of helping, like you were saying, that the, the privacy, you know, we can't we can't give you names of, of people... You know, whether it's in in the churches and in, in you know in, in the in the, the larger clergy like you just want to help like unless you i guess bundle up and then take it to the church and then they distribute it yeah. but again does it, does does it, it go to the people that yeah. actually need it because one thing as well which i picked up from this was you know is the learning from the people that are also doing it like you say we do a lot of things not because you want anything back but it's good for the soul yeah now me going and getting a whole lot of friends and we're dumping a whole lot of food at a, at a church and we have no understanding of, is, there, is it actually helping people out mm. and everything else? So, and I'll be back in one second because, ah, I'll cut that in. Hmm? Oh, the fridge. I was like, what are we, what is, oh. <laughs> the noise you're picking up. Uh, yeah. Ah, lovely. I'll cut that out. And back, nice. Uh, still learning to set up the venue, you know. Get a get a nice, uh, <laughs> yeah. nice fridge noise in the venue. But yeah, it's totally the red tape around that. And if yeah. anyone's listening and I'm wrong, I will apologise. Prove me wrong. Send me the information, and yeah. I'm happy to help and willing thing at the moment. Yeah. I know uh, my daughter at the moment. There's a friend of us through the family that's looking to raise and get some money together to help and feed the homeless. Yes. There is a set initiative at the moment that's in Auckland City to go and do that. Because um, 
and that is great and I can't wait for her to get involved with the, sort of her first charity organization but I want to be able to find places that can say okay mm. you know people contact me and say okay we know this 20 families and know this 30 families or we know well, this one family well. um, just had this heartache and yeah. and and then you can around you can go around it because it's the biggest problem you, you struggle with these days is you've got Facebook groups and you've got lo um, location groups, you know, and pages. And people go, oh, I need this, I need that. What you don't understand is you've got no reference point to that. You've got no one that's referring that person going, mm. hey, I know that person and they're actually they in need, need right? Yeah. This person just comes up and says, hey, I haven't got food for my kid. Yes, it could be correct. But also you could but be bullshit. Money for the pokies. Yeah, yeah, yeah money <laughs> for the pokies, KFC as fuck you what goes yeah. on but you have no referencing point and half the time they're going to just want to take it for the money and it mm. never goes back to the kids yeah. which is fundamental yeah point. totally so it's just finding that middle ground it's a tough one it, and, and then a lot of it i think as well with this the the nature of people in this country is a lot of people won't put their hands up for help that is that that is a challenge it's the same as no one will put up their hand to say they're in trouble around mental health as yep. well right so yep. it's a, it's it's the same Thing we barriers we've got to break through of going mm -hmm. we've got to be willing to say something's wrong we've got to be willing to say hey look at me i'm hurting or i need help and by doing that it's mm. just you know what's it aa if the first thing alcoholics and anyone that's on drugs or alcohol yep. admit that there's a problem i've got a problem, yeah. got a problem. and we've got to break through that stuff and yep. allow people to say out and go how hey, good a problem i need help yep doesn't make you a lesser person doesn't make you a worse person or in in anyone's eyes what it does is it allows you to be a person that someone else can help because yeah. there is people there out, is there, help out, there. out there to help yeah. someone in that stepping stone and go in the there, next there steps. are people that want to do it and you know there, there are organizations that want to do it that aren't all rah-rah about it and yeah. that are out there that are looking to help people yeah. so a lot of it is just finding the people as, mm -hmm. you, as you alluded to it's finding those individuals and getting the resources to them. Yeah. So just to just before we end it off from now is it's been three months from the first time we come on the show. Yeah. A lot's happened in yeah. the show. Where what where and what is the next sixty or ninety days for the dark art grooming company, yourself? Where do you see the next thing? So when you come on, you know, we watch in our August, when you come on around Christmas and we have a Christmas celebration, yeah, yeah. crack open some whiskies. Yeah. Um what is your focus now for that end of the year? The focus for me, for we'll, we'll crack off with Dark Art first. The, mm -hmm. the focus for that is to just, I've really enjoyed the last sort of three weeks getting back into the business. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't lose the passion for the business. Yep. It just, Time. I'm only one man yep. and I did a lot of things prior to the event. So, you know, now I can really, and I went through a little bit of a rebrand, mm -hmm. you know, um, at the start of the year. So yep. just kind of that was all finalized now and got a nice little postcards and all that kind of finished off which which are stunning it's, it's, some it's, lovely it's photographs and so there we go dark heart grooming company for everyone yeah. that's on the video yep that so, is elegant and style it is and it's and handwritten so every it, order that goes out is yep. handwritten a little handwritten note from me saying you know thank yep. you for your order and and, and if anyone that's listening that has any sort of shop or anything that would love this sort of brand or product let yep. us know get i'll get you in contact with gareth I love the stuff. I love all the natural. moisturizer. It's yeah, all natural. It's, it's all natural. And, you know, and again, it goes back to me me supporting small businesses and my friends in yep. business. That's that's what that was about. So 
For the business going forward, I've got uh, three three new products mm-hmm. that I'm just finalizing and I want them out before Christmas mm-hmm. to kind of get into that sort of Christmas buying. Yep. Just little things that, you know, are, are bolstering my um, product range. My product range. And it's look, as a as a, a lean business single sole mm-hmm. operator, I can't pump out twelve products. You can't you tomorrow. can't because you can't stock it and you no, can't hold it, right? No, and, and it's it's more about, you know, finding the the packaging, doing the labeling, mm-hmm. you know, finalizing all the ingredients and that kind of thing. It's it's not because I've I've set a bar for myself or the business to stay true and the sustainability. There's mm-hmm. no plastic in my business. There's a lot of businesses out there that are sustainable and are eco-friendly, but they put stuff into plastic. And I'm kind of like, well, yeah, that's not you know, that, that's my, my wash bar was to to eradicate. You know, it, it's a shampoo and it's a it's a wash bar, mm-hmm. and it's a face wash, and all this kind of body yep. wash, all in one. So that's three plastic bottles that you don't have in your shower. Mm-hmm. Things like that, that's a that's a tough act to follow. Yeah. So I've got a hand wash, beautiful hand wash, yep. ready to go. Finding the bottle to, to put that in yep. has been a challenge. You know, I, I've created this style around my brand. Yep. So I've created so keep, a rod so, for my own brand. Yeah. So keeping the so you, your, yeah. your first products was great, and yep. uh, obviously it's the, the challenge you have it. But also one thing, you know, is. If you've got a good product, you've just got to consider that the product is good and make sure you're keeping what's yeah. the fundamentals. Doesn't necessarily mean to anyone else in the same in the retail, you see it all the time. Doesn't mean you've got to build more products. No. Doesn't mean if it's no. not needed, you don't have to add three or four no, side it. pieces that turn into crap, which then hurt your brand, yeah. which then feeds back into you yeah. fundamentally your overall just brand. Just to pump out more. Yeah, of and the to rest, be seen as more, more stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think. And also, a lot of those brands as well have marketing teams. They have R and D teams. They have teams of people yep. doing this shit for them. You know, Correct. going, "Hey, team, we want a face mask and a eye serum ready go, mm-hmm. and I want it by out by the end of September." Yeah. No way, man! Like, I t- <laughs> <laughs> it's just one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. But every product that I've put out there. Is a piece of meat. Yep. I've created the scent. I've created the ingredients. I've sourced the ingredients down to the the infinite. You know, yep. everything about it is, is is me in a package, mm-hmm. which is which is great. The only thing with that is scalability. It's struggle of doing it again yep. and then doing it more and, and and making these boutique products that are great, but then and that was one of the main problems main problems last year of, of scaling to do my exporting was yep. taking the stuff that was made by me on a small scale yep. and then ramping it up tenfold and doing it in a commercial mm-hmm. sense and just the trials yep. and issues that came with that which is great learning mm-hmm. for me it was a really steep learning curve which was great and you know it was a year into my business year and a half into business so i learned a lot and yep. had to learn a lot really quick but now going forward, it's about choosing and being picky in terms of what ingredients I want to use, yep. what what the, the product actually is going to be like at the end, what the packaging is going to be like at the end, all that kind of stuff. So it takes a little bit more time. But you can afford that though. So like yeah. you saying, you've got a brand, you've got a good products. You can afford to yeah, take your time totally. to evolve it and totally. you know whether you release anything new in a year or not, you've fundamentally got your baseline yeah, and what totally. it represents yeah. in, in full entirety 
what the brand is for Dark Art. I'm excited to see what's coming up next. I'm excited mm. to see the Christmas products that goes on there. Don't worry, I'll uh, I'll sample and give them a give yeah, them a buy and give it a try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, give them a try. Like I said before, um, the products are great. I love the products. Um, Thanks, that's man. amazing. The, the bar soap, the moisturizer, definitely. I use that. I, I've never used the uh, moisturizer before after the shaving. The whiskey based one yep. and the last you know i must say the last month i've actually been more focused on it it is quite enjoyable to uh, have a shave and then throw some whiskey it's on your face nice. yeah it does feel nice feel i must nice. say it does yeah. feel nice yeah and then um on the other side you know the charity organization you know obviously you're asking the question i'm guessing it's still yeah, yeah, infants it's, in its mind or in your sense of what yeah. are you doing in that it's kind of you know, dave throughout the challenge yesterday like i said and you know it was something that it's it's been there Mm-hmm. And it was just literally having somebody verbalize it yeah. and then me verbalize it back to go, actually, yeah, yeah. this is something that does matter to mm-hmm. me. And it's something that I feel like the whole the whole 20 weeks of learning, 24 weeks of learning is, shit, I can take an idea mm-hmm. and run with it and create this massive event and create this, this fundraising yeah. and, and this thing off just a, just a simple idea. Mm-hmm. So... Right, what right. else can I do? Yeah, you know, I can I, I can talk to media outlets. I can because you've got because you've got those contacts. Yeah, now, right? pull in newspapers and and TV and mm. radio and all these contacts that we've made, and uh, you know, and, and through the vehicle of my business, which you spoke about, like this is this is awesome. I can take all of this knowledge and all of this learning and this network of people, yep. and then move it forward. That's that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool feeling. So, you know, definitely the. The give a flip is, is something that meant yep. something to Tom and I. Means something to Tom and I. So in the sense of giving a flip as in caring or yep. a tongue-in-cheek yep. in the sense of doing more tires? No. <laughs> I think the tires are done. Uh-oh. Like, we're going to put that and we're going to yep. put it on the shelf and it's going to stay there. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely the, the caring. Yeah, caring. Yeah, giving, yeah. giving a flip. Yep. And, and again, a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, giving a flip, we, we, we do we do care. Yep. You know, Tom and I, we, we do care. We're very caring individuals. That's, that's very apparent um, if you spend any any time with us. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, look, you know, things have been pretty whirlwind the, the last sort of three weeks. I, I got signed up to a modeling agency. Congratulations. Yeah, which was, He's you got know. A pretty, got a, not just a pretty <laughs> mind, a pretty face as well. It's a, it's a modeling agency for over 30s. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of alludes to my age. Um, I'm, I'm older than I look, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, but is, going about that... Uh, on the previous episode, three months ago, when I was doing research on Gareth, I did at one stage find a photo of you pretty much butt-ass naked <laughs> for some organization on social media. Yeah. I can't remember. And I was just like, damn, you are, you are happy boy. <laughs> you, you yeah. were, I was like, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah. <there's> the- <laughs> Put you on the spot. To yeah, make- there's, there's been a few things like that. <laughs> and it's out there. There's, there's, there's a great story around that and, and Tom will, will kill me for, for telling it. Uh, uh, but look, we're, we're with friends, so why not? Um, we were approached by a photographer who saw our piece in a, in a local newspaper on the shore, The Observer, and it was around the fundraising mm. and, and what we're doing for the foundation. And he was like, look, I'd love to take a photo of you guys. Yeah. You know, it's, it's part of my uh, Bear Truth. Elon, um, Elon Wiltenberg is the photographer and Bear Truth. Check it out mm-hmm. on, on his Facebook page. It's stunning. He's won awards. He's, yeah. a, he's a master photographer. Fantastic stuff. And he's like, hey, look, will you guys come in and let me shoot you? Did he tell you? 
Okay, <laughs> let's, do, let's do that. You know, I, I said to Tom, hey, look, we've been invited to, to do a photo shoot. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Have a look at the guy's work. You know, beautiful imagery. And he takes guys off the street. Yeah. It's it's not models. It's not yeah. it's not stage. No, you can you can see that, right? It's this, just this. it's just regular Kiwis, yeah. just blokes being being blokes, and and telling a story. Yeah. You know, it, Elon was telling their story, so he wanted to tell our story. Yeah. And how the conversation went on the phone in terms of what he wanted to do with us and and i was kind of like oh okay and, and what we were comfortable doing and look the photo if you have a look at it the photo is t-shirt off so would i was actually wearing these pants you know pants from from the waist down and then we were in the studio and we got to know elon and had a laugh and you know we got comfortable and he said this is what we're going to do and we're going to take some photos and and then he sort of went out of the room and I said to Tom, hey, look, he may he may go this way. Like, I've got a feeling that he's going to say, look, just get your gear off. So uh, to anyone, you know, the non um, this side of the world, get gear off um, pretty much. Close. Just, just take, everything, take everything Strip off. Down. Now, Tom and I are mates and we are, we are very close. Our relationship went to another level. Um, with with uh, with that shoot and elon came back in and we did i went first took a shirt off and stood there and did some poses and you know cracked my best um, blue steel and then tom went and then once finished with tom he's like cool i'll get you to take your pants off <laughs> and, uh, and i looked at tom and he kind of looked at me and i, I, I said oh. to him when he was sitting on the couch hey look this might happen so i, I at least yeah, preempted him, him. Yeah. preempted him that the thing was going to happen and Tom's, you know, the, the people that know Tom really well, he's a pretty shy individual. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's very modest. He's a very big human being. And, yeah, it was it was an eye-opening experience. <laughs> it's something, look, it... It's a beautiful image that came out, right? Yeah, the look, it, it, it was... It was uh, like stunning, I say, you're a brave man. St- stunning photos. Yeah. Um, Elon is an amazing photographer, and he made us feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you look at the photos, it was a very cold studio. <laughs> it is winter here in New Zealand right now. It was, it was a cold studio, so I'll just, I'll just throw leave it at that. Yeah. How, how, how about that? How about we end it off on Gareth pretty much being naked and the photos out there, you can find it. Is, it. It's on, it's on yeah. the interweb, so oh, it's on it, the interweb. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go away now. But anyway, um, to everyone again, Gareth, um, let's take it back. Congratulations on everything you achieved. Um, John Cohen Foundation, the tire flipper, 24 hours, the money you've raised, mm-hmm. the place you've found yourself in, uh, the understanding of yourself and what you want to achieve next yeah. around the charity, your business, and those focus. Congratulations in all of that. And I hope over the next six months, like I said, we'll help you back for a Christmas whiskey celebration yeah. to everyone and see how it's going. And to everyone that is watching, as we said through the show, I challenge you to prove me wrong. We want to help people. We mm. want to find places or organizations or yeah. stuff that need help. Please be in contact. We want to find families, individuals yep. that are in need, whether it is in need of in the sense of they need a friend, they need support, or they actually just need their next meal. Please be in contact. And yep. again, we are out there. We've got contacts. Yep. We'll help. Yep. We're willing to help people that are in need and let's make the change. Yeah. But I um, just want to say, as my stuff's playing around, um, thank you again for joining in today on the Wolf of Queen Street with Gareth Edwards. Before we end off, throw out your socials as always. 
Yeah, so you can reach me at Bearded Entrepreneur NZ on Instagram and Gareth Edwards on Facebook um, or Gareth at darkheart.co.nz if you do want to reach out and if you can think of anybody that needs help or yeah. have an idea or want to collaborate on fundraising. Yeah. yeah. yeah awesome. Um, as you know, Wolf of Queen Street. So you're, if you're watching this, we're on, you, we're on YouTube, obviously on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook. Lawrence Lots, just look it up, you'll find it. And again, thank you so much for watching if you watch on YouTube, as well as having a listen if you listen on the podcast. Um, thank you again, and bye.